Good evening. Hi, hey, Jeff. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. We're celebrating a great group tonight. So many friends and family that have come out tonight, and I uh, just want to say thank you for everyone for supporting uh, the seniors. I do have a quick announcement tonight, something to rejoice about. Uh, Dee gave me this when I came in. This is a message that says, Steve is fine and leaving Uganda for Nigeria. The graduating class that's in Uganda was 12. Um, the school celebrated 10 years, and there were four baptisms at at graduation, she also said that Solomon had went to Liberia for graduation of a school, and the Liberia school has graduated uh, seven. And just there's the the church is a big place, and there's a lot of th- great things going on in the continent of Africa. And I want you to be praying for their health, praying for Steve, and um, they're not the only our our group's not the only ones graduating. You know, that's the ones we're celebrating tonight. I want you to be mindful of that. If you have a Bible or your phone, turn to Ephesians chapter six. I want to start off tonight a little different. Lindley? Lindley, can you hear me? Will you come up here real quick? I think about so many things differently now. My kid's excited. We're starting school. Come here. She used to be a little easier to hold. We're starting school this year, and we're excited. And today I watched all these parents read a letter, which was very emotional. But they read a letter to their senior, and it was a very emotional thing to hear. And I think about things so differently. You're having fun with this, aren't you? Okay. I think about things so differently as a parent. Um, we love our kids. And, and ever since the day we found out we were having a child, me and my wife, we pray for wisdom for our kids. And I wanted tonight to just start with that prayer. And uh, for our kids, for everyone here, every one of us is graduating some part of life. But there's just this feeling when you hold your child for the first time that's terrifying. You're thinking, God, what, am, what do I do? You know, that first child especially, it's like you watch them sleep, you know. But you know that you know the, 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 the only thing that we want for our children, the thing that we want the most for our children is for them to be faithful to the Lord. And that's what we want. And that's always been our prayer. And I wanted to start tonight with that and us praying for wisdom for our young people as they go on to this next part of life. Let's pray. God, thank You so much for uh, Your plan for us. Thank You for the children. And Your Word tells us that they're a blessing. And Father, I'm just thankful for for the children and and the young people that we're graduating this year. And Father, I pray for wisdom for them. I pray for strength. And God, I just pray as they make their choices of what they're going to do and who they're going to be and who they're going to spend their life with, that they will keep You in the center of their heart and the center of their life, and that everyone that knows them will know that they love You. And God, I pray for wisdom for every one of us as we live life as we try to do our best for our children, for all of us, that we will be people that shine Your light. And God, I just pray in all things that we give You glory and our families are ones that praise You. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, go see my name. I thought I'd cry a little bit during that, but we've always prayed those things and I think about so many things differently as a dad than I did when I thought I had it all figured out, which I still don't, by the way. Um, I want to share a few things tonight for our young people, and we're going to watch our video. A few lessons to live by. 
Um, my mom handed me this. Everybody can say, like, aw. Yeah, I wore this home from the hospital. And it, sm it smells like it hasn't been washed, Mom. Your mom holds on to stuff like this. That's not my color, by the way. I don't know if I have one, but anyway. Yeah, there's just funny things that parents do, and I wish you could have seen some of the things that happened today. The parents got up very emotionally. They read a letter to their senior. And I can't imagine. I can't imagine trying to do that. Um, you've brought your kids home from the hospital. You've stayed up with them late at night. You've gone through illnesses, through homework, through life, through friends. And being a parent, and that's, that's something I want to share tonight, I want everybody here to pray for these senior parents. If you were here this morning, Adam Coleman got up and he prayed for each family because this is a hard time. This is a very hard time. I want to read this before I get started. This is part of uh, Stephen's letter. But he made it through, but it's a little emotional, but it was Stephen. He, he said a few things today in talking to Sailor that I was thinking, like, you know what, I want to share that tonight. I wish the whole church could have heard that. Um, he was talking to Sailor, and all these parents, they did an incredible job in writing a letter of, these are my dreams, these are my hopes, this is what I want you to do in your life. And, you know, it was, very, it was a very emotional time. Uh, Stephen said this, the things you've experienced so far in your life, I hope have taught you some things. Love God and always put Him first. He is always there for you. Just talk to Him. I love that. Love your family. We are always here for you no matter what. Never be scared to ask for anything. Work hard and learn something new every day. Always be mindful of others and treat everyone the way you want to be treated. He went on to also say this, Sailor, always let your boyfriends know that your daddy operates a backhoe and it will bury them deeper than a dog can smell. I hope they understand. You can't make that up. He said that. Marcus, that's the second time you've heard that today. Five lessons really quick tonight. There's a lot that we could go through. I'm going to do five quick lessons and uh, leave it at that. There's a lot of things that you can say. Some of these sound so cliche, it's not even funny, but there's so many things in our life that we heard and our parents told us in one ear, right out the other. We all did it. My mom's back there being like, yeah, you did. Um, number one, young people, even if you're not graduating, all of us, surround yourself with people who make you better. Okay? I mean, the people that sound... I know you've heard that, and you're going to continue to hear that, but the people that are in your circle, make sure that they care about your soul. 1 Corinthians 15.33, it says that bad company corrupts good morals. You guys, as you go to this next stage of your life, as you go so many different directions, choose friends that love the Lord and that care about your soul. Okay? Number two, find a church home and get connected. We just had our spring retreat, and Delaney said something at our retreat that I'm going to hold on to for a while, but in the letter she wrote to me, she said, I want you to know I will not be attending the Box Springs Church of Christ as a freshman in college. And some of y'all are like, where is that church? That means staying in the bed Sunday morning. She said, I'm going to find a church family and I'm going to be connected. So, that's, so number one is find people who make you better. Number two is like when, when you go to Starkville, all right, when you go to Chattanooga, when you go to Florence, wherever you go, Memphis, you guys plug into a church family and get connected early on, okay? Number three, a little different direction here, but be careful how you spend your money. Credit cards can ruin you. I sound like an old man up here, but just let it happen. All right, be careful. 
Bible says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be careful with your money. Number four, I've worn this one out over the years, but it's true, and I couldn't. I could say this for all five of them. Don't date anyone you wouldn't marry. Don't marry. Don't marry anyone who isn't going to help you get to heaven. Period. Now listen, don't date anyone you wouldn't marry and don't marry anyone who isn't going to help you get to heaven. It's, it's such a difference maker when you marry someone who loves the Lord, who regardless of the ups and downs of your life, that when you, when you lay down at night, that they want to pray for you. One of my favorite things to do is so many times we'll put Lindley to bed, or Lanny to bed, and I hear my wife reading a Bible story and praying with our, with our daughter. My life wasn't always on that trajectory. Marry somebody who loves the Lord more than you. Okay. Number five, there are two types of people in the world, givers and takers. Be a giver. Ten times out of ten, be a giver. Alright? Um, we have this saying in our youth group, and I said this today, but I want the whole congregation to say it with me, okay? It's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about God. That's our prayer. I mean, that's our prayer for, you know, regardless of where you are in your life, that you can wake up every day, and that is a daily struggle for you to say, you know what, today, it's not about me. And you know what? And a lot of you think that way. Like, you point at your coworker and say, it's not about you. No, that's not the case. It's not about you. In your life, regardless of what you do, in your decisions, in your choices, it is all about God. Hebrews 13.8 talks about Jesus and it says that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, that's a challenge. You guys are fixing to go into a big world. I hear that all the time about people saying, I'm not coming back to Savannah. I love Savannah. Don't forget where you came from. And regardless of where you go, take your faith with you. And um, there's, there's, there's so many things that I want to say. And, and so many things that I want to say as I, as I share this text in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 6. My lesson is called The Struggle is Real. And I want, to, I want you to know that. Life is hard. And it's challenging. College can be hard. Statistics tell us that right now you're entering the age where most people leave their faith, at least for a few years, if not for forever. You guys hold on to God right now like you never have before. Hold on to Him in the good times, in the bad, because like I said, he's, he's never changing. There's so many things that are going to change in your life. You're fixing to... I'm, I know some of you are traveling maybe with somebody that you know to a new school, but you're fixing to be looking for friends. You're fixing to leave some of your friends. You're fixing to leave your home for so many of you. Don't leave your faith. Don't leave your faith at home, and you take it wherever you go. Ephesians chapter 6. I love this text, and I want to read this together tonight. If you've grown up in the church, you've heard this before. Y'all listen to this. Verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Y'all listen to what Paul's saying. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness 
eyes, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Verse 16. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with, with all prayer and supplication to the end. Keep alert with uh, perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. My whole life I've thought about this text. I've heard it. I've been in a Bible class where we broke it down. I think I understand what Paul's trying to say here. But I want you to understand what he's not saying. Okay? He doesn't say... You seniors, any of us. He doesn't say put your armor on. Okay? He doesn't say you have to fix everything. He doesn't say you have to carry every burden in this life. He doesn't say fake it till you make it. Okay? He says put on the armor of God. So there's so many things that you're going into your, into your new life, into a new world, into a new place. Carry God with you and put on His armor because there's so many things that happen that maybe you don't have an answer for. You don't know how to respond. And there's so many things that, that come our way. And, and honestly, sometimes we don't, we don't have the best answer. Sometimes my answer is, I'm going to trust God. I trust God more than anything. And that's my challenge for you to think about that tonight and to carry God wherever you go. There's a contemporary Christian song out right now. I love it. We heard this at our spring retreat. But it says this, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And as you go to college, as you go to life, as you think about your choices and your, and your future, only Jesus. Remember that. You keep God in the center of your life. And I've got three things really quick. I keep giving you numbers. But really quick. If you will do these three things every day, and this past year has been my best spiritual walk ever, every day I've done these three things. If you'll do these things every day, you will walk with the Lord closer than you ever have, I promise. Alright? This is free. You don't have to even pay for this one, alright? Number one, spend time with God's people. Number two, spend time talking to God in prayer. And number three, this sounds so simple, but number three, spend time allowing God to talk to you in His Word. Those Bibles, today we gave every one of our seniors a Bible. And that's not something that we do uh, haphazardly, half-heartedly. We go and we pick those out. We spend time praying about that. That's your sword. And that's, that's everything that you need, the guide for your life. And like I said, I hope you're successful. Hope you make tons of money and send it to me. I'll send you my address. Okay? Hope you get everything that you ever want, but more so than any of that, I hope you're faithful to God. I hope when I hope I hope when you raise kids that you raise them in the Lord. I hope when I hope when, when your family gets together and when somebody when your neighbor one day when they think of you that they think of Jesus and they know that because they know you, now they know God. And so my challenge for all of us is to think about living lives that honor God. Think about living lives where every day we wake up and we put on that armor. Every day. Spending time with God's people, spending time in, in prayer, and spending time in His words. Those recipes will happen for you forever. 
I'm thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you're a grandparent or you're a friend as you love a senior. And, and you, maybe you're a church member here that's just here because you're supporting our seniors. Stick around with us. We've got uh, about a 30-minute video. It's going to be a while, and everybody's going to be sobbing because it's emotional as you watch these pictures. But we're thankful to be a part of this. Several people said it today. It takes a village to raise a kid in the Lord. And that is true. I'm thankful for the village here at Savannah. Thankful for you. And if you're here tonight, regardless of where you are in your life and you need the prayers of the church, there's nothing we would rather do tonight. If you're here tonight, you've never put on the Lord in baptism. If you've never taken steps to obedience, there's nothing we'd rather do than have that conversation with you. But we are standing ready and willing. If you need the prayers of the church, come, to, come as we stand and sing together.